What's up friends? So today I have a special guest and I am very excited for this conversation because Emily Nichols taught me about habit hacking. <laughs> Emily is the host of the top 2% rank show Self Transformed, a podcast redefining self-care through simple fitness, nutrition, and mindset habit hacks for busy working moms. From her own struggles as a busy working mom, Emily finally found the solutions to feeling empowered, confident, and how to live a healthy lifestyle that doesn't feel hard or like another thing on your to-do list through proven habit strategies. Emily's now on a mission to redefine self-care and equip other women with these sustainable tools to help transform your life from the inside out and start putting yourself first without the guilt. Emily's also a mom. She's a wife. She's certified personal trainer. She's an Orange Theory coach. She's a behavior change specialist, a Whole30 coach, and a Taco Tuesday enthusiast. I mean, come on. She's a girl after my own heart. Let's be real. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this conversation. And I just hope that you take some time to think about the simple ways that she walks us through what habit hacking is. So without further ado, here's my combo with the one and only Emily Nichols. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with? If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right, guys. So I am here with my guest, Emily Nichols, and I'm excited because when I first came across Emily's podcast, I remember thinking, this is something that I didn't even know was called what it is called. And we're actually going to talk about that thing today. It's called habit stacking. So I'm excited for Emily to be here. Let's give her a warm welcome. And yeah, thanks, Emily. Erica, thank you so much for having me on your show. It's such an honor. Oh, it really is my pleasure. I've told you before, when I came across that episode, I'm like, dude, this is so good. I've got to get her on because the way you communicate is so relatable. And it's not like you're trying to articulate in a very scientific or, you know, like super intellectual way. You're just super down to earth. And I love that. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. Tell us about you. Who are you? Who's Emily? And how'd you get to where you are now? Yeah, that could be a long answer. I'll try to keep it <laughs> as short as possible, Erica. Yeah. But my name is Emily Nichols. I'm the host of the Self Transformed podcast. Most importantly, I'm a mom to two boys, a wife, and I have been in the fitness and wellness industry since about 2017. Um, and that was really preceded by my own like mental and physical transformation that started happening in 2015, where 
you know, I was just trying to climb the corporate ladder, take care of my kids and just try to be this Pinterest perfect mom. And I totally wasn't. I don't think anyone is in all reality. And I dealt with that in really unhealthy ways, like excessive online shopping, which that could be a whole episode in itself, unhealthy food choices over time and alcohol at times too. And my husband was going through the same thing of not sleeping well after working some shift work. And we decided to really just make a change in our health because we felt like our family wasn't getting the best of us as leaders in our family, as husband and wife and as mom and dad. So we changed the way we were eating. And after the 30 days, we were like, wow, that wasn't so hard. But to tell you the truth, Erica, I had never seen anything start to finish when it came to like health or wellness. And having that accountability with him was kind of a game changer. And after 30 days, it was kind of like, wow, I feel really empowered. What else can I do? So I started moving my body more. I started digging deeper into daily devotionals and creating a relationship with the Lord as well. And, you know, personal development, listening to podcasts, my friend group even changed, like the social interactions I was doing was changing because I was transforming and changing. And what I came to realize over time was, wow, I've pretty much built like like a self-care routine, if you will, to help me take care of myself. And wow, my boys are getting the best of me. And this feels really good. And it was kind of just a big, what I like to call positivity snowball from there. And I've come to realize just as a busy working mom, like what I was doing back in 2015 is totally not what I'm doing now as far as like my healthy habits. So pretty much I dug really, really deep into habit research because I was like, okay, how am I going to continue making this work in my busy life? I had to have some strategy behind it. So, you know, I started teaching fitness classes and became like a whole 30 certified coach. And the missing piece for me was becoming a behavior change specialist, which means I geek out on habits. I could talk about habit strategy all day long, but kind of putting, kind of bridging that gap where my area of expertise in health and wellness, but how to actually make it work in your life. And as women... I mean, what I've come to realize over time and just as seasons of my life has changed, as my kids have gotten older, as I've become a podcaster, you know, women have to do habits differently. We have to be consistently flexible because there's so many different interruptions that happens. There's so many different things that come up where it is hard to be consistent. But what I pretty much do now is help women, you know, habit hack their health and do it in not a lot of time without the guilt and really just to help them transform into a thriving person versus just barely surviving. And everyone gets the best of you when you do that. And the strategies that I teach, you know, it's a simple strategy, like you mentioned, that way you can go through it again in any season of your life and transform again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So much of what you said, I want to dive into, but because we're talking about habit stacking, I'm going to make a promise that I'm bringing you back on because I feel like we need to talk about the change in friendship groups and all the ways that just like your life really does evolve once you start making the right decisions and the people who are no longer aligned with that just kind of naturally fall away. And I feel like that pruning process is a really big blessing that we sometimes, it comes with growing pains, you know? Oh, it's so uncomfortable. It's Mm -hmm. so uncomfortable. Change and growth is uncomfortable, but transformation is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable at first. It's a little yeah. sticky, a little messy and tricky, but on the other side, it's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. And 
even changing your habits is painful because you're so used to doing what you feel like has worked or at least contributed to some level of comfort and consistency in your day to day. And, you know, humans, we naturally crave, you know, to know things and to just be able to anticipate things. So when you are moving through a season of adjustment and like going after being healthier, going after doing things that will improve your longevity and really help you be a better resource to those around you, it still is such a struggle because of the discomfort that comes with that. So with that, I want you to just explain like what is habit hacking and then the term habit stacking, how does that fit into that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could geek out on this all okay. day. I will I'm ready. Super <laughs> simple and concise and doing it from a female perspective as well. Because Mm -hmm. as I dug deep into habit research, I was reading all these wonderful books and I'm like, this is all great, but it's written from a man's perspective. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I think as a busy working mom, there's a few more extra challenges that maybe aren't addressed in a lot of these things. So habit hacking, I kind of like to think of it as a five step process. It's being like your own little detective and finding out information about yourself right? We already do habits throughout our day, right? We brush our teeth. We make our coffee. We let the dogs out. We pick up our kids at certain times of the day. There's things that we habitually do throughout the day that we don't have to think about. And those habits stack up into some type of routine for ourselves. Like everyone has a morning or an evening routine, things that you do that you don't even think about. However, there may be some things in those routines that aren't serving you. Or you think there's no time in my day to add on any other new habit because, oh my goodness, I have so many other things like to add one more thing, even if it's for the betterment of my health, there's, there's just no way that seems too overwhelming. So when we're thinking about habit hacking, we're digging deeper into what are we currently doing? Where is our time going? And how can we maybe eliminate some time wasters, maybe some unhealthy habits add in some healthy habits over time. This is not an overnight thing and watch and see what happens. So I'll break that down just into kind of five steps for you. It's super, super simple. Then we'll kind of talk about habit stacking because I include that within my five steps. So Mm -hmm. when we, when we think about healthy habits, you know, it could be a millions of different things, right? I feel like we've gotten very confused over the years as far as what we should be doing for our health. I like to think of it in three areas, your movement, food freedom, or your mindset. And there's various habits underneath those umbrellas that maybe you need to focus on at this time in your life. So maybe it's mindset. Maybe you're like, okay, I need to, you know, fill my uh, cup more with personal development. Maybe I need to journal more. Maybe I need to spend more time in my daily devotional, more time with the Lord and see how that helps me. So just trying to figure out what you need right now, Mm -hmm. but also think about who you want to be, build your own habit identity. So maybe it's like, I want to be someone that talks nice about myself. I need to be the person who is more patient with my kids. And so thinking about, okay, what habits are going to help support who you want to be? And then digging a little deeper, being that detective, finding out where your time is going, using something like a habit inventory or just a pad of paper and writing down everything you do in a day to see where your time is going. Because a lot of times the biggest challenge I hear from my community is I have no time. I have no time. And I get it. Like time is very precious. It's one of our most precious commodities and we don't have a lot of it. 
But I think if you sit down, really dig deep, you're like, no, there's quite a few time wasters that I'm doing throughout the day. And then that fourth step is the big part is actually habit stacking. So using a habit loop. So thinking of it in a circle and you're already doing this and you probably don't even realize it, Erica. So when we think of habit stacking, it's three parts. So there's some type of cue, there's the actual routine, and then there's the reward. So say, for example, you want to start journaling every morning. So, okay, my cue every morning is I am going to set out my devotional, my Bible, maybe on your, your bathroom sink, because maybe you get up and you brush your teeth and you're like, okay, there it is. There's that visual cue. My routine is actually, I'm going to sit down. Maybe I'll light a candle. I have a hot cup of coffee and spend just 15 minutes. And the actual reward is how you feel afterwards. What are the benefits of that? Now, is that going to happen every single day? Maybe, maybe not. Like I said, with that, when I went through my own transformation, I was the queen of starting something on a Monday and then by Friday, usually Thursday, I'd already forgotten about it because it's fine, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I like to remind folks, you know, it can take 21 days to form a new habit, but it can take 90 days for it to actually feel like a lifestyle. And that's where we have to think about being a little bit more consistently flexible, letting ourselves give ourselves a little bit of grace. Like, Hey, today it didn't happen because I had to go pick up my kid. He was sick from school. That's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. I'll try again. Mm -hmm. And then over time, I'm a big believer in tracking what you're doing. So you can actually see that data and tracking as a habit in itself. And then from there, you can start stacking. Then you start stacking new habits on when it feels not as hard, right? When it's feeling like, okay, this is part of my routine. It doesn't feel so hard because when we start a new habit, it takes brain power. And I don't know about you, but I got a lot of tabs open in my head. So to open up another tab feels like a lot, right? So tracking whatever this new habit is over time, say, give it 21 days, maybe a little bit longer if you're in kind of a crazy season right now. And it's okay. Now, what can I stack on top of that. And then what can I stack there? And over time, you are building these healthy habits into your routine that doesn't feel hard anymore. It's just that unconscious behavior now. And that's when you start thriving. That's when the transformation happens. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let Jor's Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message Jor's Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jor's Joy. All right. Back to the show. So some of us are already doing this and you describe my morning to the T except for the candle part, but even actually, yes, you did. Cause I do light a candle in the morning. So I sit down, I light the candle, I have my coffee, and then I go into my quiet time and I journal and I do my Bible study. And the reward is so rich, like how I feel. There's really nothing that can get me to the place that like being in the word gets me to. And the number one problem or struggle, you nailed it for my community as well, is I don't have enough time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's partly that so many of us tend to see each individual thing as an individual thing and not part of, like you said, a loop. 
And I love that you called it like a circle because it really just does kind of bring you back to, to the beginning of a, of a new process. If you, you know, if you're thinking about it in that way. So if you don't mind, I just want to make sure that we have these four steps because I was taking notes and I'm going to, I'm going to share it in the show notes. Quick. I was talking quick. So <laughs> there's actually five. So let's, let's break it down like this. So first there's what fundamental needs do you need right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you need? Is it either movement, food, freedom, mindset? And I only focus on those three areas because there's so many different habits under those umbrellas that you can do, right? Mm -hmm. Next, who? Who do you want to be? Yeah. Who do you want to be? And how are those habits going to help you evolve into that person? Mm -hmm. The next one is your time, evaluating where your time is going. Yeah. Number four is that actual habit loop. And I'm glad you pointed out like the reward part. We don't celebrate ourselves enough or sometimes we're just like, yep, checked it off. I did my journaling. I saw Mm -hmm. you, God, let's go. And it's like, well, celebrate. Like I did it. Oh my gosh. Reflect like, wow, I feel so much better. I'm so much more patient. Mm -hmm. I'm so much Mm -hmm. more calm after I do this. Right. And then the fifth step is to track it and stack it. So start Mm -hmm. adding more on over time, that could be 21 days. It could be 90 days. We'll just, just see how it feels for you in the season you're in right now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that there is a very simple way to think about it and you can actually identify what part of the process you're in, especially if you are just in the, in the second one where you had said before, build your own habit identity. I think it's so helpful to think of it in that way, because how we identify ourselves many times is the dictator of our decisions. So if you are saying to yourself, I'm going to be a patient mom today, and you start to feel the impatience and the frustration build up inside of you, you might think twice about yelling at your kid. If you remember the identity that you agreed to take on for, for even if it's just that day, right? Yeah. So it's been so much more intentional and really just thinking about that. And sometimes we our feet hit the floor and we just, boom, we're going throughout the day. If you can just send an attention already ahead of time thinking about, okay, who do I want to be? Like you said, it's going to make such a difference. Yeah. I love that. Now, how would you say this builds up a person's productivity? And when I think about productivity, I really think about pushing something from start to finish. So how does someone go from start to finish using this particular approach? Yeah. You know, I feel like there really is no finish line with this approach, right? Cause mm. like I said, what I was doing back in 2015, as far as my healthy habits, when I was doing them, it's changed. It's mm-hmm. changed over seven years, right? My kids have gotten older. My job has changed. My body has changed. I'm 41 now. So I have different needs now versus what I had back in 2015. Mm -hmm. Now, I think it's good to keep that in mind because, you know, like I said, my area of expertise has to come with health and wellness and there is Mm -hmm. no finish line when it comes to your health. Now, I think it's good to reevaluate about every quarter to sit down and be like, what's serving me right now and what's not, you know, what, what do I feel like I need? And then go through this process to think about, we actually have, we do this live every quarter. It's called the healthy habit reset. It's that five-step process. I just took you through, Mm -hmm. we do it live and we have a free masterclass to go through it at any time where you just sit down and you think about, okay, I'm going to go through this process, think about what I need. And sometimes you'll have things that are just intuitive that you're just always doing. Like movement is one of those intuitive habits for me, 
but some days it looks different than others over time. And I've come to accept that I don't need to go full out intensity all the time. I need to dig a little deeper, go through that process and think about, okay, movement, such a high form of care and self-care for myself right now. What, what kind of movement do I need right now? What is the benefit of that? Yeah, that's a great reminder. I think part of what we do sometimes that puts us in a bad place is overthink things and not let go of the things that we used to do because we identify with those things so much. I actually had a conversation with my husband over the weekend and it was really about how we sometimes or many times identify with our actions versus like who we are in Christ. And I think if we are thinking about our actions as the dictator of who we are, then we just kind of like put ourselves in a box that's not that big because we only have so much capacity. Mm -hmm. So that you're highlighting the need to reevaluate and come back to this habit hacking and stacking, you know, approach and doing that reset is so I feel like it's a really sweet invitation. It's just an invitation and a permission slip almost to be like, hey, like you're allowed to change. Totally. That's allowed, you know? A lot of my listeners struggle with anxiety or overwhelm, both. I think one might feed the other, you know? And if they're thinking about breaking down their routine so that they can identify what exactly they're stacking in there, but they're thinking about it maybe too much. What is like a couple or maybe the top tip that you would offer for them to just simplify it and not overthink it? Yeah. And you know, someone may be listening to that five-step process and be like, that sounds really overwhelming. (laughs) Like, I don't want to sit down and go through this whole thing. I think the most important thing to do is to track maybe how you're feeling or if there's one specific fundamental need that you feel like you need to focus on right now, track that. Maybe there's some triggers happening throughout your day where it's like, "Mm, this is when I feel a little bit more anxious during the day, evaluating what triggered that, what habit happened before that. We call that maybe a habit of avoidance. Maybe there's something that you need to avoid, a habit that you're already doing that we need to avoid because maybe it is triggering some type of anxiety or overwhelm. You know, maybe you're scrolling social media and there's you're starting to feel like anxious or like starting comparing yourself and that that might be a habit of avoidance for you where you're like, I need to step back, maybe write down when that happens. So you can kind of identify, get it out of your head. Sometimes a lot of it's in our head. We have to get it out on a piece of paper get it out and see where those triggers are and then just track it over time. You know, if you're wanting to do just one new habit, you know, there's a lot of really great trackers out there. We have something called the transformation shop where we have various trackers around your fundamental needs. Cause I feel like there's such a big joy <laughs> and sometimes mm-hmm. accomplishment checking things off as you're moving along. And if you're just thinking about, okay, I'm just doing one day at a time, over time, you're able to see, wow, look what I did. And maybe that takes away a little bit of the overwhelm and allows you to open the door to other new possibilities instead of closing the door. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you telling us to be present and to just focus on the day ahead because you said 21 days to build a habit, 90 days to build a lifestyle. Someone's thinking I'm never going to get there. Can't even get to Friday, you know? So that one day at a time and just focusing on like one loop at a time, I feel like would be super, Mm -hmm. super helpful. Mm -hmm. So what is one thing, one final takeaway that you want to leave our audience with today? Yeah. Kind of like I alluded to earlier, Erica, 
as women, we have to be consistently flexible and mm-hmm. be open to being flexible. I know sometimes we get in our ways where we're like, I have to do this, 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 this. Sometimes that might make people feel anxious to be like, I'm tied down to this schedule or the things I have to do today. Personally, that makes me feel anxious having to be tied down to something like that. I like mm-hmm. having a little bit more flexibility in my schedule because heavens knows I'm going to get something, a call from a kid that needs this or that, or after here, I'm running some clothes to a kid who needs clothes for conditioning after school, you know, just all the yeah. things that are happening. You know, maybe I'm not able to do what I needed to do today for my own well-being, but maybe I can do something tiny. Maybe I can just spend a little extra time in prayer before I go to sleep at night. Maybe I can just take out, like I said, a pad of paper and a pen and just get out whatever is on my head, what's heavy on my heart or call a friend, you know, Mm -hmm. thinking of over time that it's not going to be perfect. So being consistently flexible and consistently giving yourself grace over time is going to allow you to build some really healthy habit routines that are going to help you ride and just keeping this system in the forefront of your mind or even the back of your mind for when, you know, maybe you're going into a new season where it's a little extra busy or your kids are all in sports at the same time. So it's a little more hectic. You're like, okay, step back. What do I need right now? How can I make this work in my life? Okay. Three, two, one, let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. I'm excited to share this with everybody. I promise everybody all of this is going to be in the show notes. So make sure you check out the show notes. Now there is obviously more where this came from. So Emily, where can everybody find you? What are you working on? How can they keep in touch and hear more from you? Yeah. So again, thank you so much for letting me come on your show and have this conversation. I love speaking with other podcasters. It's one of my favorites. But you can find the Self-Transformed Podcast on any of your favorite podcasting streaming services. And you can also get that free Healthy Habit Reset Masterclass. Like I said, I do it live every quarter, or you can get the masterclass at any time. I'll make sure to get the link to Erica to put in the show notes as well. But a lot of free resources. Like you said, we have the Transformation Shop as well, if you're looking for some trackers to help you get started. But wherever you're at in your journey, like I said, be consistently flexible and give yourself great. And I'm hope today's episode was super helpful and impactful for you. Oh yeah. I know it is. It's already helping me. I love be consistently flexible. It's such a nice spin on what we typically hear. And I'm so grateful that you came on. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I absolutely will make sure that we have all of these links in the show notes to make it super simple for you to find Emily, have that masterclass, do the reset and make sure that you are growing in a way that honors where you are and helps you to become who you want to be. So that is all for today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next one. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses and other services, head to herrenewedstrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.